Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships and as a marriage makeover coach, she helps women transform their marriage while becoming their best selves. Samantha has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Co-creator of this summit, Samantha is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Samantha. Yes, I am so thrilled to introduce you to Cindy Laguerre. So welcome, Cindy. Thanks for being here. Hi, Samantha. I'm so excited to be here. Super nervous, but super excited. Oh, we're going to have a blast. I know so. (laughs) So uh, let me go ahead and formally introduce you to Cindy. So Cindy is a pioneer in the professional growth, nutrition, and fitness industry with three decades of experience under her belt. Her tailor-made program for each client ensures real, sustainable results, allowing you to shed the weight of whatever is holding you back. Her approach includes transformational mindset coaching, DNA mapping, energy psychology, nutritional coaching, personal training, and digital support. Discover and change your mindset into powerful mind, sorry, not your mindset. Discover and change your mind shit (laughs) into powerful mind shifts. I knew that was going to catch me once (laughs) with Cindy to get more of what you want and less of what you don't by changing one bite, one belief at a time. Um, So we are going to explore Cindy's unique philosophy and approach to transforming your mind shit (laughs) into your mind, powerful mind shifts. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Cindy. Mind shit to mind shit. (laughs) (laughs) You got me all tongue twisted today. (laughs) Before we get into that, I would love for you to share a little bit more about your story. Tell us how you got to where you are today and became an expert in, in what you do. Okay, awesome. I, I'm just so excited to be here. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. How I got into it's it feels like a really long story, but I'm going to give you the Coles notes. I was a high risk youth counselor for about 20 years before I got well, while I got into bodybuilding. And I, it, I, I, I became like, um, uh, I got into nutrition and what I coined the phrase of muscle and fiction. Oh, okay. <laughs> because there, in my experience of 20 years as a bodybuilder, there was nothing healthy about being a bodybuilder. Mm. And I discovered like, um, I could be in the greatest shape ever and stand on stage and still be completely messed up in my mind. I I looked amazing. I thought I looked amazing. People thought I looked amazing. I didn't think I looked amazing. Correction. I thought I was still fat. I thought I was still dimpled. I thought, you know, all of these crazy things. And as time went on, I became a personal trainer. I became a nutritionist. um, And I moved out of the high risk coaching and opened up a gym. And then started training people and got really into the weight loss part of it. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I met someone and we got in a relationship was amazing. He was into working out too. And he got in a really bad car accident. 
And he, to come back from that, the Coles notes, they wanted to put him on drugs and do all this crazy stuff. And I was like, there has to be a better way. There Mm -hmm. has to be nutrition. And during that time too, I was coming out of my crazy phase of bodybuilding because it lends itself really easily to body dysmorphia and really not believing in yourself. Like it's a fiction industry. It's the facade. You know, you see people in the magazines and you think they're all great, but really we're all just messed up thinking that we're not good enough. We don't all of that stuff. Right. And in the meantime, you're consuming. I used to say I consume so much Splenda. I'm surprised I don't have like a third eye. (laughs) Like not that third eye, but you know, it was just, you buy into all the myths of sugar-free, fat-free calories, and it's very crazy making and crazy Mm -hmm. producing. So long story short, out of all that, I was like, there has to be a better way. And it's not the things I'm doing right now. And then when I started training clients and getting, I could get people to lose weight. No problem. Easy, easy. That was the easy part. The hard part was getting people to stay sustainably right right? and then I'm like there there has to be something so I started studying what do I need what how can I change this and it wasn't more diets it wasn't more calorie counting it wasn't more workouts it was what are you believing your mind shit right what's the mind shit that's holding you back and really I started to understand like people they're they don't they think they don't deserve They don't think they're worthy of healthy nutrition. They don't think that they can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got all this mind shit, all these limiting beliefs that are holding us back. And one of the biggest ones was it's not safe for me. It's not safe and okay for me to actually release this weight. It's not safe and okay for me to actually allow myself to deserve this. Right. It's not, it has to be hard. We have the beliefs like things have to be hard. Otherwise I don't deserve it. Right. I didn't work for it. I didn't work for it. And I had that belief massively as a bodybuilder, kick the shit out of myself because it had to be hard. Right. And if it wasn't hard, I I didn't earn it. it. I got to earn it. Exactly. Exactly. So then I started studying something called psyche, which is psychological kinesiology, where we're doing muscle testing. We're literally talking to the subconscious mind. Mm hmm. So something called emotion code, where we have trapped emotions in our body, things that are stuck in our fascia tissue, something called gamma mindset. Um, And then I just, the more I studied all of this stuff, the more I started to meld into my own proprietary sort of method. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing because my clients that I work with for weight loss, I, then they're like, okay, this is amazing. Like now I want you to help me through my business. Now I want you to help my daughter. Now I want you to help my corporation. Now I, and so it was just, yeah. So. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What a powerful story, but even (laughs) the testimony to how they're still, and I, you know, we have Patty in the chat. She wrote, this mind shit is alive in the business industry. Yeah. It's alive everywhere. Right. And it's, it's amazing how we, call it healthy or we call it nutrition or we call it whatever we call it but it it really is a skewed way of looking at things or an extreme way of taking health and and when we go to the extremes it's no longer healthy so I love that you you found the path into you know the mindset and all of those important things that bridge all the the other parts of this together right the health the wellness the being, the body, all of those things. Yes. This is so amazing. Liz says, yes. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into this. 
Uh, Cindy, let's talk about how do we turn our mind shit into powerful mind shifts? Tell us, tell us, what is your first tip for us today? I know we have four, right? So tell us your first one. The first tip is food is information. And not only food, but what we put on our bodies and what we put into our bodies. And I used to say, oh, whatever you put in your cake hole, but it's really a protein hole if you're... And we are sending messages. So everything that you're ingesting is sending a message to your cells. And it is literally because I look at people's DNA, I look at your blueprint, right? Yeah. And that's just a small part of it. But whatever you're putting in there, you're telling the cells of your body to express themselves in a health and wellness way, or a dis ease way where your body is not at ease. So you're causing inflammation. Yeah. Right. So we don't remember that. We just think and we know we we, everybody bought into the myth of the calories. And, you know, if you just eat 100 calories of this dessert or these Skittles or whatever it is, it's going to it's only going to be 100 calories and it's not going to be so bad. But it doesn't translate into our biochemistry. Right. Whole foods contains all of the nutrients, all the vitamins, all the minerals, all of the cofactors, right? So it's literally going in there and telling your body, hey, express health. Hey, Mm. express wellness. Hey, here's all the raw materials you need for recovery. Here's all the materials you need to protect yourself from diabetes, from cancers, from heart disease, from all of that stuff, right? So we we don't get taught like food is information. No. And you you think about it like that happy meal, it's a sad meal. Oh it, yes, eighty to ninety percent like of our feel good neurotransmitters are made in our guts, right? Yeah. So we used to think that working out and stuff would causing the serotonin, all the feel good hormone, but it's literally made in your guts. So when people are eating shitty food. A, it's causing us to feel crappy, to mind shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Floating, inflammation, all kinds of stuff are going on. And you're you're doing that by what you're putting into your body. Wow. Okay. So number one is food is information. Okay. Got it. And I love the visuals. I love happy meals, the sad meal. <laughs> like those are all so perfect to remember this. Um, but we're putting, we're giving our our body information by the food that we're putting into what you said, our pie hole, <laughs> your protein hole, your cake hole, your cake hole. <laughs> it can be your pie hole. <laughs> I was like, pie hole is the other side, cake hole, <laughs> and protein hole. Okay. Got it. Um, and, uh, okay. What's number two. What's number two. Number two is your BS, your, your BS. belief system. Ah, yes. We've got to figure that out. And 95% of our lives are run by our subconscious mind and sub means under right which means we're really unaware of it five percent of our conscious choices are actual uh, we think we're making all the choices we think we're running the show but that 90 for 95 percent is actually what's running the show that's the program that we mm-hmm. got right yeah. and statistically the numbers are all over the place depending on who you talk to but like we have 75,000 thoughts in a day and most of them are negative. Right. Right. So that, so first of all, we're supporting it with good nutrition, making the feel good hormones, feel good neurotransmitters. And then we need to become aware, like what is our 
what are we believing? What's our mm -hmm. thoughts? What are we actually believing about ourselves? What is our program? And our program is formed from in utero, they say, depending again who you talk to, the last three weeks, trimester, uh, sorry, last trimester to about age seven, we are just like sponges and we are downloaded with the programs. And right. that's where, you know, we get some good programs, you know, I, I'm amazing, I, I'm, I'm a great whatever it is, but a lot of the programs are, I don't deserve, and I'm not worthy, and I'm not a good little girl if I don't eat all this food, and I'm a bad little boy if I don't, you know, whatever it is. Right. All the so, restrictions being placed on these ch children are, imp like, they're imprinting these negative programs. Right, and it's the program that automatically plays, and most people are super unaware that these programs are playing in the background, mm -hmm. running your life, making your decisions. Why can't I get rid of this weight? Why can't I get that job that I want? Why do I always end up in these shitty relationships with the same type of person? And why do I get so far? And then all of a sudden, it just like me discovering, you know, with myself and other clients, why do I get so far? And then I just, I can't get to where I want to get to. And I yeah. think I'm doing all the right things. But that underlying subversive belief, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, it's not safe, don't lose the weight, because, you know, whatever that belief is. So we get in there, and we literally become aware, what is that blind spot? What is that mind shift? Where do I need to make that change? Mm -hmm. And change that belief so that I can actually have more of what I want and less of what I don't. Okay. And one of the things that I really, really discovered was it's like a web of beliefs. The thing that you want is in the middle. The belief that you want is in the middle. And all the little points on the web are these beliefs that are not serving you. And mm -hmm. what happens a lot of times is if we can get out to that one belief on the edge, it will collapse that web. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, And I just get amazed. I just love what I do. Samantha, I just love it. I love seeing people. And they're like, I call it the dog head turn. They're like, what like what <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I love that yeah, yeah so okay so the first one is food is information the second one is the bs your belief system yep. and becoming aware of it and then changing it or transforming it to what you would love okay yes. what's number three number three is mindful movement and fitness We've also, again, the muscle and fiction industry, we've been sold this story as you need to do more, you need to work harder, you need to blah, blah, like, and all these, you know, if you just do, you know, DX90, if you just do this workout, if you just do, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's what you need to do what works for you. Hmm. The, the, what's happening, though, is especially as women that are so stressed out is our stress level is up here. Mm -hmm. And we are working out causes more stress, right? That's a so, big takeaway right there. <laughs> yeah. So it so, causes more stress. Yes, I do agree to that. <laughs> it causes way more stress on your body, right? And so if you, what I teach people is if you are stressed out already and who isn't, and we don't even know we're stressed out, we're right, just, under. that's our normal. Yes. Yeah. We're, and I call it revving nine grand. Like you have got your foot on the gas and the brake and it's just, but you don't even know it because that's your life. Yeah. You're used to it. You're used to it. Now you add in working out and your body is like, are you kidding me? That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. 
we're already stressed out here. Like what the hell? So, so we need to understand and bring that down. We need to take your foot off the gas and take your foot off the brake. And at first people are like, what do you mean? We're going to calm down. I'm not going to work out. It's like, well, you're going to work out, but maybe you're going to go for a walk. Maybe you need to do some yoga. We need to bring it down. Wow. Or maybe you just need to do some weight training. I'm a huge proponent of weight training. Having muscle on your body is anti-aging. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's true. Because it holds together all the bones. <laughs> and it's very metabolically active, right? Yeah. So, okay. so yeah. So it's it mindful movement. It needs to be with a purpose. Mm. And I always say like more is not better. Better is better. <laughs> yes, that's a writer right? downer, as Renshaw would say. <laughs> More is not better. Better is better. <laughs> better is better, right? It needs to be with intention and a purpose and mindful. So if you know, once you once we get things calmed down, that inflammation, and think about it, when you're when you're stressed out, the your your brain, the blood is being shunted away from your digestion and away from your brain because it's going out to your limbs because it literally thinks you're being chased from a lion. You're in fight or flight. Yes, yes. yes. Right? So that doesn't make for good thinking. No. A lot of mind shit going on. Yep. Right? We don't have the blood circulating to 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 help. Now digestion is being shut off. So your body's like, okay, well this shit's sitting in my stomach here. Right? So are you starting to get the picture? Yes, it's all making sense. Yeah. <laughs> And just recently, there's been some literature and we don't get the actual, um, we don't get the, the scientific stuff until 10 years later, after usually the research is done, the general public starts to get it. So mm. they, they're saying like the muscle now, it's literally creating, like they're calling them hope molecules when oh. you train. Yeah. It's like, what this so amazing. Yeah. That is so, amazing. Okay. So mindful movement is number three. Mindful movement, mindful okay. movement. Yeah. So we got food is information, belief systems and changing your belief systems and then mindful movement. Okay. What's number four? Tell us. Everyone's loving this conversation. Awesome. <laughs> so much love in the chat. <laughs> sleep. sleep is the next one. Sleep is, yes. yeah. sleep is a category all on its own, uh, you know, sleep. And we're, we, you know, especially as women that are entrepreneurs and like high achievers sleep, I'll sleep later. And I used to sleep, man, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Oh yeah. I got shit to do. <laughs> right. I'm, but, I'm a sleeper, so you can't. Yeah, you can't I am stop. now too. I freaking love my sleep. I love my sleep, but there's something called beta amyloid plaque. And don't quote me if I didn't say that right. But when you sleep, it literally washes out your brain. It's like we go through a wash cycle. Mm. And we're finding that when people that have dementia and Alzheimer's, they have a lot of this plaque because they haven't been great sleepers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And sense. I don't know about you guys, but I always wanted to age gracefully, be able to wipe my own butt when I'm 90. I would like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and still have my wits about me. So I don't, you know, hiding my own Easter eggs would be fun, I guess. But you know, just so sleep is super important for that. Right. So the question we... in the chat saying, does it matter how much you sleep at night? Like, is there a neat like a number? 
Well, we used to say eight hours of sleep because that was the thinking, but it really depends on you. If you're waking up and you're feeling like super well rested and you're ready to take on the day, some people can function on six hours. Some people do better on eight hours. I know sometimes I like nine hours. Some people do yeah. 10 hours, right? Yeah. So it really depends on your uh, on your own personal unique makeup. So taking and, some and- inventory and finding out where that best range for yourself is. Yeah. And it takes, you know, it takes some experimenting with yourself Mm -hmm. and really paying attention to like, where do I feel the best? Right. And I say, if your food is in order, if your mind shit is being transformed, (laughs) if (laughs) if your mindful movement is happening, then sleep kind of just, you know, it all plays in together. Right. So you've got to do some experimenting to see what's best for you. And in your sleep, that's where we actually get fitness. People think the fitness comes when you're working out. It doesn't. Tell me more. When you're training, when you're working out, so your muscles are together, right? So when you're training, you're literally breaking the muscle apart. It's coming Uh apart. As you recover, the muscles coming back together. And that's where you say the word toned. My muscles are toned because they're getting they're, they're they're healing and they're repairing together. And that happens when you're sleeping. Ah, yes. So the recovery part is really important. I have heard that one before. Really important. And I say, you know, people, you work out for 12 weeks, you take a week off. Like as hard, as much as you beast mode, you need to least mode just as much. (laughs) I love all your sayings. They're just so good. (laughs) Beast mode, you need to least mode. Yes, I like it. As much as you beast mode, you need to least mode, right? So sleep is part of your program. Sleep is part of your training program. Yeah. Right. Like Rest, it. recovery, all that stuff. And there's one more question and then we'll go to your gifts, but sure. this is, and can we alter the amount of sleep we need? I guess. Um, yeah. Can you, I'll leave it, that question with you. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good question. That's a really interesting question. And I honestly, I'm going to, my personal opinion is our body likes homeostasis. Our body likes habitual. We like to eat at the same time. We like to train at the same time. We like to go to sleep at the same time. And we like to wake at the same time. Mm-hmm. We have something called circadian rhythms. Like we go mm-hmm. with the earth. When the sun is up, we wake up, get sun in our eyes, get sun on our body. That's how we're supposed to be living. For right. everybody, I mean, everybody's got to figure out what really works for them. So, yeah. yeah, if that works for you and you feel amazing at it and you truly feel amazing, sure. So it's not about us training ourselves to sleep a certain amount. It's about ourselves really honoring our body and knowing what works for us. Yes, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, that's different. OK, so and let's really, see- tu- really oh, tune oh. in. Samantha, just to just to piggyback on that. When we say really honoring our body, we always have to remember that there's this underlying mind shit, right? Yeah. So you just really got to pay attention because you, maybe you don't deserve to sleep. Maybe and not you should following be- the mind shit, but finding following the the true the, the love for the body and right yeah. actually okay. actually finding out and becoming aware of those blind spots. Okay. So I we we only have like a couple minutes left. So okay. you have an amazing free gift. It's called the Four Pillars. I'm guessing it has to do with the four things we talked about today. Yes. Yes. 100. <laughs> and it's just, it's a little video series that just goes into a bit more about the four pillars and Perfect. you know, we need the repetition before we actually get it. So yeah. 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 And that's in the link. Over. 
So download that right now. And then you also have a VIP gift called Mind Shit to Mind Shift. So yes. for VIP ticket holders, go to your VIP portal, grab that now or upgrade if you haven't upgraded yet. Um, in like 30 seconds, what does what is what do they get for that? So that's all about finding your mind shit. That's all about finding your mind shit. And I'm actually added another element into that gift that after after this interview, I'm going to go back and add it in. And I'm going to take you through a mind shifting session. So take your mind shit and we're going to go right into it. I'm going to oh show my you gosh. mind shift. Yeah, it's that amazing. So it's powerful. so amazing. Just this conversation alone was powerful. Go get your VIP gift, if not upgrade, because just the ticket price alone would be just worth Cindy's time. Um, and so go do that. And any final words of wisdom, Cindy, before we head on out? Oh man, just really just invest in yourself. And especially as high achieving entrepreneurial women, we try to muscle it out. We try to just work harder and, and just, there's an easier way. There's a way easier way to do it. And it's just becoming aware of what's going on in there. So beautiful. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you for being here. Everyone loves you so, so, so much. <laughs> This was so great. <laughs> and you know, I could go on and on and on about Thank all this Thank you stuff for joining us for it. another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit. Be sure to mark your calendars to join us in Hawaii from November 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience. If you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.